Now it's time for the rural news with Monique Steele and hard times for the red meat sector have been laid bare in export figures. Kia ora, yes, despite exporting more beef and sheep meat last year than in 2022, the value was down 11% to just over $10 billion. The Meat Industry Association figures show exports to China, our main customer, fell 16%, exports to the United Kingdom were down 22%, and exports to Japan fell 31%. Chief Executive Surma Karapiva says 2023 was a year and meat companies are feeling it. The fact that economically so many countries are dealing with high inflation and high cost of living crisis type issues, you know, that underlies everything. But on top of that, we are seeing some increased competition in the marketplace from the likes of the Brazilians for, for beef in particular. And with Australian sheep meat, uh, they've come out of a herd rebuilding phase and now are putting quite a bit of extra product into the global market and particularly in China. So that's all having an impact on the price that we command for our products. Surma Karapiva says exporters worked hard to divert product to the United States, with exports there growing to 8%. As the one-year anniversary of Cyclone Gabrielle approaches, Horticulture New Zealand is calling for a renewed effort to support hard-hit East Coast growers. Chief Executive Nadine Tunley says the industry has made remarkable progress since the cyclone, but more help is needed. She says the government needs to make good on its pledge to allow councils to use additional orders to speed up recovery efforts. She says the government also needs to press ahead with its 100-day plan, including establishing regional requirements for the recovery from Cyclone Gabrielle. Meanwhile, a project to clean and reuse nearly 30,000 fruit bins that were washed away or covered in silt from Cyclone Gabrielle is now complete. The bin sanitation program was a partnership between Tumu Timbers and the Evergreen Foundation, which was set up after the cyclone to distribute donated funds. Tumu operations manager Andrew Cranswick says since March last year, over 29,000 bins have been cleaned repaired and returned to orchards. They need to be cleaned out, so just to look physically clean, so get all the silt out of them, water blast them, and initially we were cleaning them with some chemicals to try and sanitise them, but um, and then they just actually need time in the sun, so they need to be cleaned and then just aired out for a number of days, and that, and that sanitises them. He says it was no easy feat, with crews doing big shifts to water blast every single bin, but last week the final ones were cleaned and sent back to the orchards. It's great to, to actually have it done um, within, the, within the year. It means all the um, bins are cleaned and we'll have time to sanitise before they're picked into. So I think it's, just, um, it's great to know how it's been appreciated by the growers, to know the, the total value that we've that been saved for the industry because it'd probably be over three million dollars to replace all those bins um, if they had to buy new ones. And I think it'll be, you know, to have them out there ready for the season and hopefully have a great crop picked into them will be will be really satisfying for both us and for the growers. I think to sort of you know mark the end of what's been a pretty brutal journey. That's Andrew Cranswick of Tumu Timbers.
ASB has lifted its forecast milk price to $8 a kilogram of milk solids. The bank says despite the season being nearly over and Chinese processes still AWOL, strong dairy auction results continue to push up the forecast farm gate milk price. Fonterra's current forecast midpoint is $7.50. Things remain quiet in rural real estate, with buyers cautious. They're either waiting for the right property or for interest rates to come down. New data from the Real Estate Institute shows there was a 37% drop in the number of farm sales in the three months to December, compared to the same time the year before. That's down to 241 farm sales over the three months. 1,059 farms were sold last year in total. That's nearly 500 less than in 2022. We asked the Institute's rural spokesperson Shane O'Brien what's behind the drop. I think there was a number of reasons and they pretty much followed a trend that had been evident through much of 2023. The interesting thing to note is the drop in farm sales is right across New Zealand and right across most farming sectors which is not usual. Normally we see one or two sectors dropping off or one or two regions, but this is a nationwide trend occurring at the moment, which tends to suggest that the issues facing buyers are more on a macro level, uh, things such as on-farm inflation, uh, farm product prices and interest rates. Mr O'Brien says the median price for farmland is also down. Over the past year, the median price per hectare on dairy farms dropped nearly 7% to $41,020 a hectare. And the median price for finishing farms is down 9.3% to $39,270 a hectare. And lastly, researchers at Massey University are trying out a byproduct of the wine industry to find out if people might like it and buy it. Verjuice, or green juice in French, is a very acidic juice made by pressing unripened, unfermented grapes. While it's consumed in Europe as a dressing, marinade, or even in cocktails, it's not so common here. Massey University's Dr. Amanda Dupushamatas wants to change that so growers can make the most of that 10 to 20 percent of grapes that are thinned off the vines and left on the ground as mulch. That's probably because for most of them verjuice is not their main business. You know they are busy thinking about the wine and verjuice is just a secondary product of the whole business. Uh, But their main motivations for making verjuice I would say are essentially two. First because this is a way to diversify their business And second, because that's a way to make use of a waste material when that's available. Dr. Tupushamatas gave 100 consumers verjuice to try it, and they found that most actually really liked it. And she has shared her findings with the wine industry. And that's the rural news for today. Koyara te Purongo o te Taifenua.